This episode was recorded January 11th, 2021. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the comic panel. I'm Cody. I'm Jalen. I'm Jacob. And I'm Shawenta. Previously on the comic panel. Was it Eddie Brock's father? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, yeah. Whoever it is, like, they, like, engineer the symbiote, mm-hmm. which, like, ha- they, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, like, they just kind of casually created conscious life and then <laughs> yeah. just, like, yeah. kept it in a bottle in a freezer for years. Mm-hmm. So that's not great. Yeah. Also, like, I just, isn't it great when superhero comics in particular do the thing where it's like, ah, my old childhood friend that I haven't mentioned until now when yeah. they reappear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Eddie Brock in the Ultimate Comics. Yeah. It's just all like, he's here now. I knew him. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't yeah. mention him before. There was no reason. He's not here. Mm-hmm. I don't have memories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now um but yeah like that anyway getting back kind of to the point though i i did find it weird that like basically it was like this was the last thing that richard parker worked on but then they kind of do the same thing with the venom symbiote later it was like Mm -hmm. also explainer for the venom symbiote because we've kind of like stepped around it because we know what it is is or um at least i know that jake and you know what it is um i don't know if if you know anything about venom if you've even like seen the bad movie that came out semi recently, oh, it was pretty good. What, what were you gonna say, Jake? The Venom movie it was pretty good. Uh, it was a movie. It came out. Yeah, you you're right. Entitled to your opinion. <laughs> anyway, it is a movie that came out, and I'll bet you it's better than Morbius movie. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I'm not. I, I, I'm not, I mean, I don't know if. I, I feel like I would like Morbius better, but whether or not it's received better, uh, yeah, I might give you that one. Anyway, so basically, um, the symbiote is a living thing that um, came from an alien world, and basically in a comics event that we're not going to talk about right now, Spider-Man gets it, because, and he just thinks it's a replacement suit that a computer makes it turns out that that computer was actually the alien's prison and it can basically mold itself into anything that another person wants Mm -hmm. and so it just made itself into a suit for Mm spider-man and basically it gave him like elevated powers and organic webbing and well not organic webbing but webbing that comes from it um i guess it's organic because it comes from it but not from him (laughs) (laughs) anyway (laughs) um yeah and then it basically though it starts to kind of uh force him to be mean and um so he takes it off and it becomes venom when it merges with somebody you know that also hates uh peter parker and then he looks really scary and strong and has the memories and uh, strengths of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. 
But not like memories where it's all like, ah, now I think I'm Peter Parker, but like memories where it's like, ah, I know that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Yeah. Although they don't ever do a lot with that knowledge. You know, it's mostly just like, I am going to murder Peter Parker. I don't want to like ruin his life that much. One time they really traumatized Mary Jane. To the point where Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. In the in the See, ultimate I, I actually liked this book, so like I would totally be willing to like read more of it and get that far. Like I like the little moments yeah, of development, good. like at school even. Like normally I find those super boring, like generic bully pushing, but there's like pushback mm. and there's like the changing of dynamics a little bit, like breaking that dude's hand and like mm-hmm. the pressure that put on his family even though he was finally fighting back kind of thing. Yeah. So like I would read more. Yeah, I agree with that, actually. You, you know, I was, for a long time, I was against a lot of um, Ultimate Universe um, material, and I'll say that it's, like, a very, very simple uh, example of me literally judging a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. I thought that the cover art was the interior art. <laughs> 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 and I was like, oh, so that's what that's going to look like on the inside. I just really don't like that. The cover mm. art is... Didn't even bother cracking the book open. No. You just, like, saw it <laughs> on the shelf. Like, did you even bother to pick it up? No. Or... No, not at all. <laughs> Oof. Oof. That, that, that is funny because I have the... Exact opposite reaction. <laughs> I I actually really enjoyed looking at the covers. <laughs> I don't know. They so they awesome. weren't really anything special, and I like it. Kind of feeds into a problem I do have with the covers and the book. Is like there maybe it's like something wrong with me, but like there's something about like seeing Spider Man in costume in this book that I do not like. It maybe it's the mm. style, maybe it's the anatomy. There's just like something off to me. And I don't like it. Gotcha. Maybe the head's too big. It might be that the head's too big. I should say, sometimes the anatomy was really funky in some of these. And, like, I saw some of the pencil sketches in the back. I was like, these look so nice. <laughs> and then, like, I look at some of the panels and, like, people's faces are just way too long. Especially for the close-ups. Those, some of those close-ups were not great. But yeah, I... I've always known this as a classic one, so mm-hmm. I was kind of used to it. I'm kind of interested to know um, on, yeah, it's this page. I even already have it up. Page 15, it's like, you know, one, part of the introduction of Uncle Ben. Um, you know, it's it's the scene where he looks over at the bullies, you know, disapprovingly. And I'm all like, I kind of like that face, but also it's kind of like weird, you know, mm. the shape of his face. Just like, I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it exactly because it's like I like it, but I don't like it. Yeah. There's um, like panels sometimes. Um, I don't remember which one it is, but it's like Peter and like Uncle Ben like looking at each other, smiling, and it's like cut off to like this much of their face, like <laughs> just barely to below their smile, and then like part of their forehead, and like that's it. Like the panel of two people's heads like cut off badly. It's just so weird looking. But I mean, it got the point across. And it was only upon like second reading, I was like, "This is weird. I don't enjoy the proportions." Yeah. Um. Yeah, I kind of agree with some of the that. The, the honestly, the panel sizing and a lot of stuff. Um. But yeah, it's 
I liked it. Um, I liked the book as a whole, and I would be willing to read more as well. I felt like, you know, so in one way, the writing had like a cinematic quality or even like maybe less than cinematic, but more like TV show-esque quality mm-hmm. to it. Um, but at the same time, like the writing was a little bit, occasionally, I'll say even, um, like a little bit like feeling obviously not like auto-generated but like i don't know how to explain kind of like paint by numbers yeah yeah maybe in a way yeah i I like that description of it and and that's really like you know a small criticism um you know where it it wasn't too often but if i were to say something about it we'll say something negative yeah i guess there i would say there are a lot of developments that rely on like People at Oscorp or the Osborne Industries uh, being bad <laughs> at their job. Where it's like, okay, like the very first thing that happens is like, uh, Norman hands off the spider, it's like, put it back in its container. The guy puts the spider back in the container, but doesn't put the top on for some reason. Yeah. That's it. Hey, it's a scary spider. Especially, he's scared of the spider, so wouldn't you even more be like, let me get that lid on so I can get further away from it? Yeah, yeah it's like a really important lab asset that you're just gonna not properly secure. Also, keep in mind, he didn't put it in the container, he threw it in the container. <laughs> Still, though, like, you, like, even if you are personally afraid of spiders, and your boss tells you to go put a spider away, you can throw it. But then it's on you to go get somebody else <laughs> to get that spider. Yeah. Gotcha. Definitely. <laughs> and then there's, like, I guess Shaw is pretty good at his job, but, like, I don't know. I guess the arc kind of goes fast for me where it's, like, okay, pay for Peter's uh, hospital visit, get his blood. Oh, he's dying, so we have to kill him. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't kill him. So now we have to keep our eyes on him again. So we may as well have not tried to kill him. It's not just that we didn't kill him. It's that he dodged our attack. No one. Yeah. Also, like I, I want to know what Shaw's plan was. It's like, okay, you're gonna hit him with the car, so it looks like an accident. Great. Okay, you missed him with the car. So your next idea is to pull (laughs) a gun. Okay. So so that's not gonna look like an accident. This is how weird it is. So he pulls the gun and he's holding it. And he doesn't look behind him to see if Peter Parker is walking to him. Because Peter Parker leaves, and he's like, what happened? He's supposed to be here. I'm like, bro. That's, but so that's I mean, not you even You have like, a gun. You can just drop him right there. Just get out of the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very subtle to miss hitting this kid, this dying kid, and then shoot him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But that's not even the end of like people at Oscorp being bad at their job. Like Harry is just able to walk down in the lab with like no indication that anybody tried to stop him. Mm-hmm. And the door to the lab where they're doing this illegal human experiment is just open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how is how is that allowed? Yeah, honestly, like you know, you like Norman's all like, "You guys don't even know what clamped down means," and I'm like, "Well, also, you could see the door is open. <laughs> like, are you blind?" <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's like, "Hey, he's your son." I we didn't realize that that's what clamped down meant. <laughs> I guess. But yeah, I want open. my son. 
I want my son to be able to witness the illegal human experimentation I'm about to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a wait, good wait, wait, father-son wait, actually, bonding activity. I, no, no, I think Norman would be like, son, you're about to witness greatness. No. Yeah, but he doesn't, no, though. Absolutely, that would like, not be Norman's <laughs> thought process. I mean, maybe not in this. Yeah. I, did, I, 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 there is a characterization of Norman where he's like, he, he would say something like that. Yeah, I agree that there are. You're not special enough to be here, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Okay, and then like I, I have a follow up to Oscorp employees being dumb. I like Doc Ock is like tasked with. Okay, we're gonna invite Peter Parker to Oscorp because he's not dead, so we need to see what his blood is doing. And and Doc Ock's like, all right, I got it. Foolproof plan. I'm gonna offer to take his blood so he can so he can look at it. It'll be a close science experiment. And if he says no, I'm just gonna stab him in the arm with a big needle. Like, how is that the plan? I don't think that you can draw blood like that. Like, I've had my blood drawn a couple times. Nobody ever just stabbed my arm. How is that the plan? How are people okay with that? Yeah, I don't know how he, like, he he must have drawn, like, a bone marrow if the needle was able to get in there. <laughs> Extremely painful process, just yoink! Yeah. I, uh, I do say that I really like what Peter said when he was asked if he wanted to draw blood. He was like, nah, I prefer to keep it all in its original container. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, there's that old Spider-Man wit. Like basically, <laughs> Spider-Man or Doc oh my Ock, goodness! And, you know, yeah. Doc Ock looks so pleased with himself afterwards. Like we see him like when like Harry pushes him out of the way to like go see why Peter's running out of the building, <laughs> and like he just looks so smug in that panel. And then I guess like Harry just must leave without asking any follow-up questions. Like, hey, what'd you yeah. do to my friend to get him to run out of the fire exit? <laughs> like. Like, I mean, what, I, what was I that felt, about? He's not usually the person like to do that. Like, even saw the incident, so I really feel like you'd be like, you know, hey, what the heck? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, you're, you're not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, also, like, apologize <laughs> to Peter the next day when he sees him again, you know? Like, I don't well, know. Well, to be fair, I don't think he would have seen him the next day. Yeah, maybe not. Like, it's a weekend, and then Uncle Ben dies, and then, like, blah, blah, don't go to school. And then your your parents yeah. die. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> wow, your parents died? My parents died. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening mm-hmm. here? <laughs> We're kindred spirits. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Silly, silly stuff going on in this book, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it was good. Um, the art was better than I expected. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, a lot of the Mark Bagley art reminds me a lot of, um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna blank on his name, but it's, like, you know, more modern, uh, like, Dan Slott-written Amazing Spider-Man. Mm. Um... I can't remember the like you know he's he's gone through a couple of artists or well he, Dan Slott isn't even writing anymore but <laughs> when he was writing which you know he had a very long run on Spider Man um, 
he gotcha. he went through multiple artists, but mm-hmm. one of the main ones was he was he just um amazing spider man or did he do superior, he superior as well yeah. okay, so who was that artist who did um oh i th- I feel like we've talked about it um sometime that wolverine art um wolverine art oh oh oh, yeah yeah well like wolverine in superior spider-man well when it's like the avengers are like checking to see is like are you like a scroll yeah or like a shapeshifter who's pretending to be i'm comparing to mark bagley here i can't remember his name Mm. but um oh okay yeah uh he did. He did uh, a lot of the character designs on the uh, cartoon Legion of Superheroes, but mm. I don't remember his name. Gotcha. Um, it probably won't come back to me either. I'll have to look. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, good character design, kind of. Um, man, bad, kind of bad character design for Green Goblin. Don't like that Green Goblin. He's, uh, he's now, not even green. I, I, I do like that green goblin. I, yeah. But I don't like... I don't know. I, 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 don't I would like, like it. the uh, Into Spider-Verse version of this green goblin. With the wings? Why? I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird that we mentioned it, but like I don't really mind like Monster mm-hmm. Green Goblin. Like I think Monster Green Goblin is fine. I think like they just did this version a disservice because... like. Even in universe, characters are going like, are you sure that wasn't the Hulk? He was big and gray, just like the Hulk is. It's like, try to give him, like, some unique traits. Like, he's got a big purple cloak, which I guess is kind of unique. But, and horns, those are kind of, you know, they're, like, generic, like, monster. I guess it's like abomination. Like, I mean, mm. not, not the Tim Roth abomination, but uh, the abomination. Uh, hold on. Let me get to a panel so I can see for myself. Yeah, like, I'm on page uh, uh, 181. Yeah, it really does. Like, I guess his face is kind of green. Yeah, it, it but, is. you know... Do they have green pants? There's yeah, some stuff that, like, doesn't make sense about his design. Because, like, where's he get, like, that gem and belt? Yeah. yeah. Like, he wasn't wearing that in nope. the experiment. Did he go to, like, a Hot Topic <laughs> and, like, pick that out? Yeah. Or And, like, again, I just gotta mention, like, if the intent... Because, like, I mean, okay, it sounds silly when we joke about it, but the intent was to make a like, basically a superhuman, you know, and especially with the, like, knowledge that they were trying to create the super soldier serum, it makes sense, you know, it's like, Captain America doesn't have animal powers, he has human powers, just, Mm. you know, exaggerated, so it's like, it really does, in, like, Mm. its own comic book way, make sense, but it's like, the powers that he got is not what resulted at all, like, Mm. absolutely not, and it's just like, but why, why did that happen? Gotcha. And I don't know, maybe maybe you're just not supposed to ask why so much. But... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just take it. <laughs> just take it. Yeah, but okay, but if we didn't ask why, Cody, yeah, we would yeah, have a show. It's so, 
Also, <laughs> I am looking at these sketches, and Shawento is absolutely right. Um, these sketches are very good. Even Green Goblin's sketch is really good. Man, I'm blaming the anchor. <laughs> yeah, man, Uncle Ben. Oh. Mormon's there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Of the like different designs, like it seems like the sketch to uh, panel... Like, Green Goblin seems like he yeah, can't Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that now instantly I love his design. I'm just saying it's better you know, in this sketch I will, to me. I will say this sketch makes him look slimmer. Yeah, I agree. And, it does make him look slimmer. And I'm kind of, and I'm kind of yeah, okay with that. Yeah, a little, little slighter. Like, he looked really big. Yeah, I mean, just don't make him a big gray monster uh, like the other big gray monster who's already well, in the universe. Gray. You know, he shoots fire. Yeah, he's got, like, some green stuff, but, like, the Hulk could be doing that. Oh, you don't Red know. Hulk does that, doesn't he? Does he shoot fire? No, he does not shoot fire. I mean, oh. I guess he's... No, it's, like, gamma yeah, radiation, um, I think. Yeah, he absorbs and expresses gamma radiation. Gotcha. Which is, like, a kind of heat, but, like, not yeah, fire, yeah. technically. It's, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> kind of dumb. Uh, um. You know, so I will say that I think that um, I really enjoy this comic book, and it um, and it also because of just like how the high school aspect of it. I I even like that arguably better than just seeing Spider Man, which is interesting because that's how I felt once Peter got into college of the original. Hmm. It's like okay. once he started getting into college, that's when I was like, okay, I'm into Peter a lot you're, more. You're talking about in Amazing Spider, yeah, er, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man. I was yes. like, <laughs> was I supposed to say fantasy in that one? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that a lot of people, you know, basically, that's like they kind of uh, Stanley kind of fast tracked. I feel like you know, getting him out of high school and into college because mm -hmm. you know they were starting to develop an old readership very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, so it was like, okay, they don't want to see him in high school situations. They want college situations. Yeah. Um, match with the situations that they're in. Um, but yeah, uh, speaking of high school, like I, you know, I like the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh yeah. I like it fine. <laughs> the Ferris Bueller's Day Off reference was too much for me. I'm like, wait. So, I mean, okay, so how I've never seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but I understand that that scene reminded me of Bueller. Yes, Bueller. that's, that's, that's it? the one. Okay. I wasn't sure if they were, like, actually talking about what they yeah, were talking about. Yeah, because it was the exact same dialogue right before, no, not right before he takes attendance, because basically they drop in on that class during attendance, and he's obviously not there. And then mm -hmm. they drop in later when um, he goes to pick up uh, Ali Sheeny's character. And he's there. Maybe I'm mixing up my scenes, actually. No, because she was in English at that point. I am nerding <laughs> out about different scenes in a movie too much. But so, basically, it's the same dialogue. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. He's talking about the exact same thing. And he goes, anyone? Mm -hmm. Anyone? And then gives the answer way too fast. Yeah. Anyone? <laughs> you know what I was annoyed with? Um, not this book, but the movie Amazing Spider-Man copied... The scene between Uncle Ben and Peter, right before Peter storms off saying, oh yeah, if my father was so great, why isn't he here? Like, 
They copied that almost word for word, and that irritates me with Amazing Spider-Man. I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta be all like, you know, I mean, like, think about it if it was just a, a prose book, though. Like, wouldn't you want at least, like, one, like, line that you, that people like to be in the movie? What do you mean, like, like if they were to say with great power comes great responsibility? Well, no, no, I mean, like, you know, like, for instance, like, I don't know, Harry Potter or something. Like, if you if you read the books and then you, like, there was a line, I don't know, Jake, is there is there a Harry <laughs> Potter line that people like? I don't know. I mean, there's, there's one that is, like, that, like, has been, like, completely butchered because, like, in the book, Dumbledore, like, Goblet of Fire is what I'm going to talk about. So in the book... Uh, Dumbledore like walks up to him and asks calmly, specifically asked calmly, did Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? And then in the movie, it's whoever the actor is, is like running at him, shouting, Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> bad, bad, uh, so, bad you know, example. Try again. Um, not quite what you meant, but um, I don't know, Boy Who Lived is like, you know, if like people. Yeah, but I know what you're saying. It's like, if somebody, like, says the title of the movie in the movie, everybody can go, like, hey, they said the thing. And it's kind of like that. Kind of. I mean, I just feel like when you're adapting material, which, yes, it's like Amazing Spider-Man wasn't (laughs) Ultimate Spider-Man the movie. It was, you know, pulling from (laughs) thousands of Spider-Man comics that people like, you know. But I would say that, like, you know, one, the ultimate universe was in some part created to kind of like be a, a prospect for Hollywood to, you mm-hmm. know, more easily adapt their, their properties into movies. And two, you know, it's like if, if that line resonated with readers particularly, or even if it resonated with like, you know, the creative team in uh, for the movie, you know, then it's like, well, I feel like, you know, this is like a really important line, and I feel mm. like that, that would be the same for a direct book to movie I see. Yeah, um, I adaptation too. Like, yeah, and like I would say it fits in like the Amazing Spider-Man movie because like both of those movies had to deal a lot with uh, Peter's parents. At least like definitely the second one, yeah, probably the first one they too. They were definitely going um, towards the Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, version of his parents in that movie and yeah so like it it makes sense that in this book that is also kind of focused on peter's parents more than amazing fantasy was or like any of the first like when did the richard parker is like actually a spy Um, for shield like when did that start amazing spider-man annual Number four? No, no, that's way too early. I'm gonna say six. Hmm. But so at least like half a decade went by before <laughs> Peter Parker had a reason to yeah. care about his parents. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm hearing? Great. Exactly. And so like, yeah, like didn't really care until like future versions where he's like, I guess he was kind yeah. of important. You know, you know, I think we should also say so. Um. In this, you know, it was Uncle Ben who said, like, you know, there are great things coming your way, and with those things comes responsibility. Mm -hmm. In the amazing fantasy, 
It was just Stan Lee saying, and now he learned with great power because great responsibility. Definitely. And I was like, I just think this book executed that much better. Yeah. I can't remember if this was the first time I... that the comic said that Uncle Ben said that or if um, they had already. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the first time and then later the mainstream <clears throat> universe retconned it to be that yeah, Uncle actually. Ben had said it. Yeah, I mean... At least with that, I can say like this did that. This book did that better than um, like the original, specifically mm-hmm. for that. I won't say that for all of it, but <laughs> um, you, you know, I I think um, for I to me, there's just so much past this volume that like really endears this series to me. And so it's like it's hard it's hard to really say like how much I enjoy this series without having to reference the stuff that will eventually happen. Yeah, I don't know. I will say um, this: I'm still technically right that this is the only good part of the Ultimates because I haven't read anything else, and this was good. I so... I actually like the Ultimates. I, I I think it got a little dark, but I still like it. That's because um, uh, Brian Michael Bendis and uh, Mark Millar worked on it together. <laughs> so, or wait, no, no, no. That's not, that's not even right. Oh, I no, see. I'm wrong. I oh. will correct myself. Mark Millar did all of the <laughs> Ultimates. Um, mm-hmm. That was Ultimate X-Men, and that's half good, half bad. <laughs> oh, so you mean like it got dark because... Um, or just that I liked it because... Or no, no, I, I was just saying that um, that it's half good, half bad oh, because gotcha. uh, the two writers were working on it at the same time. Oh, Ultimates, gotcha. I'm like, eh, I've heard that it's just bad, and so I don't know. I'll have to I, read it to know. I mean... I mean, okay, actually, <laughs> let me even clarify that a little bit more. It's not just bad, and it's it's not even, like, awful. There are awful things that happen... And yep. there's some awful writing, but also I've heard that the art is like you know really like you know like super cinematic and like clean, mm-hmm. um, and and it's so much so that like the sequels to the Ultimates miniseries like kept getting delayed because they you know they still wanted the artist and he like was painstakingly oh. drawing. This these scenes with these like you know lens flare effects and stuff. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, um, it's I don't know. It's rough for mm-hmm. the Ultimates. You mm-hmm. know, they really try to just like maybe ground them a little too much in reality. Oh, gotcha. I know. I I just I remember a scene with Hulk that was like when he first. Um, like when he first transformed in that series, um, that was like Hulk said some really weird stuff. Yeah, Hulk is bad. Um, Hank Pym is bad. Hank Pym is bad. Um, and that's all that I remember. Oh, the Maximoff yeah, twins. Maximum. Oh, that's literally Wait, what, the other what, one. That what, I weren't they about. the ones that were like a little too close? Yes. That... <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that is the radio safe way to say it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we 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 referenced them in the Archie episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, 
Isn't Iron Man like? Isn't doesn't he also suck? Like we make fun of him being an alcoholic, but this is like where like in front of a meeting of Congress, like Tony is out drunk, and then like Hank Pym tries to come out and stop him, and then like he outs Hank as a wife beater in front of like all of Congress. Yeah, I think so. I think that does happen. Huh. Okay. So wait. All right. Cool. When did Tony stop looking blue? Oh yeah, so that's a thing. Basically, um, the uh, who's who's Ender's Game author, Jake? Orson Scott Card. Orson Scott Card. Um, yeah, so he, I get. Okay, okay how's Scott, it been? In? Orson Scott Card no, wrote the original Ultimate Iron Man miniseries. Um, is that the one where he has like the secret um, brother? No, this is the one where. Um, his mother got monkey blood, and then his organs just started growing really fast, or, like, they just kept growing, and they created a kind of, like, liquid that would, you know, you would spread it all over Tony's body, and it would keep him from being in pain. Yeah, it's confusing. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Um... Basically, though, all yeah, right. first okay. of all, first clarification, the one with his secret brother is actually main continuity. That actually happened. <laughs> oh, of course it is. Great. Um, awesome. Love that. All, yeah, basically, so that's the Orson Scott card Ultimate Iron Man story. It's confusing. It's weird. It's barely about <laughs> Iron Man, it feels like. Um, and, yeah, basically, the, once he got introduced in Ultimate, they, like, completely retconned it and basically eventually explained that um, it was actually a TV show that um, Stark Industries commissioned to, like, basically, like, throw off the trail of, like, what Iron Man actually is, and, hmm. like, huh. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Sure. But you know what? Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. 100%, I get so, it. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just, they were, you know, they were really experimental in the early days of, um, of the Ultimate Universe, so they're just like, yeah, sure, Orson Scott Card, come mm. write a comic, and he was like, I want to do Iron Man. Yeah, just do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of what I don't like about Ultimates, like even though you uh, did like praise the art earlier, I don't like the art style, and I don't like like the different designs. Like Thor's new design, don't like it. Hulk Gray, don't like it. Uh, Iron Man suits. Haven't seen a single one that I like. It's, it's the only like, reference. It just doesn't look good. I the don't only like it. To Thor in his design that I have is the Ultimate Avengers movie, and I like that. He's got like this weird Stormbreaker-looking like hammer axe thing, but it doesn't look as good as Stormbreaker or like Beta Ray Bill's hammer. It's like, it just yeah. doesn't look good. Um, I will say that while I haven't read Ultimates, I do like his, like, kind of, um, how he is supposed to be in the Ultimates, how how I've been told he is, which is mm-hmm. basically, like, everybody is all like, 
Yeah, he's just a uh, homeless man that got, uh, like, you know, shield-level weapons, you know, these, like, electricity-based weapons. But then he's like, no, I'm a god from Asgard. And it's like, it's never, like, nobody ever goes to Asgard, you know, that never gets revealed who is huh. right. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me honestly want to read Okay, that. I like that. I like that if that's true. If it's not, yeah. then... Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm pretty confident in saying that, that that is the way it goes. It never gets revealed, and that's, like, the event, or the ultimate, sorry. Think that, you know, he's just crazy, but also he's good at fighting, and... <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. really strong, uh, so... he really believes that he's a Norse god. <laughs> I mean, hey, I guess if you'd never see another one, then, like... Maybe, yeah. but yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I think that's a good endpoint for the show. Um, had a really good time reading Ultimate Spider-Man. Yep. Um, I would recommend it to people now. <laughs> <laughs> you you have proven. Yeah. <laughs> the Ultimate Spider-Man game that was released in two thousand five. That game probably introduced me to Ultimate Spider-Man. And so that's probably a, Same <laughs> a big me. part yeah. of why I enjoy the series, I will say. <laughs> yeah, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, also important information is if you listen to KSUA and you've never listened to our show, that's because we're new to this time slot, Mondays mm-hmm. from 5 to 7. Um, so if you liked listening to us, which I would assume if you were have stayed the entire time mm-hmm. um then you can catch us mondays five to seven mm-hmm. um we also have a youtube channel yes the comic panel it's comic time mm-hmm. we have yeah. a facebook page mm-hmm. we have an instagram they're all um the comic panel because mm-hmm. that is the name of our show or you can find us or you could use at it's comic time mm, right for facebook mm-hmm. um and um, do we have anything else? Would you like me to say what next oh, week's book is going to be? Uh, it is, at least if yeah, my yes, rotation is prob- correct, which it's been yeah, what we've been going yeah, off of, so <laughs> I, I hope it is. It's going to be Star Wars, Darth Vader, Volume 1, Vader, by uh, Kieran Gillen. Okay. Not the actress Karen Gillen. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Sounds good. Um, to those listening who want to listen again at Monday from 5 to 7, go ahead and check that out. You can um, I would check your local resources like the library or the Hoopla app before um, going out and buying it. Um, until then, I am Cody. I'm Jaylon. I'm Jacob. And our other host, Shawenta, had to leave early, but he was here. Um, until then, this has been the comic panel. Thank you for listening. You can catch us on Mondays, 5 to 7 p.m. on KSUA 91.5 FM, The People's Radio. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Comic Panel, It's Comic Time. Or you can follow us on Instagram at the underscore comic underscore panel. Or like our Facebook page at It's Comic Time. Have a great rest of your day.